The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. My very first guest is Miriam Simon, who's a retail strategist. And of course, uh, post Christmas, Miriam, it's all about sales, isn't it? Will we start with that one? It definitely is. So tell us what's going on with regard to sales. Well, um, it feels like we've been in a bit of a retail bond fight since Halloween. Um, Cyber trading more or less started as the, the last bits of candy were being handed out at Halloween. And uh, it's been really busy since. And uh, the sales are um, in full flow now post-Christmas. But it does feel like it's been a, a very extended trading period this year. Right. It's amazing. And this idea of spread out, you, you mentioned, I mean, the, the notion that it wasn't all happening very quickly, no, was it? No, we saw, we saw a lot of Christmas spend. And now, this is a, a little bit the cost of living crisis, but also um, people are feeling quite cautious this year. So we saw people spending for Christmas as early as, uh, as early as August. And actually, the Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day, which happens in mid-July every year, their Prime Day this year um, was the biggest ever in their history. I think they were plus 87% on on the previous year. And um, Amazon also did a, a double dip for the second year in a row. They did another um, deal a couple of days in October this year. And again, record numbers. I think they sold 25 million units in the first day. So we're seeing... Um, we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of trends emerging, yeah. um, but for Christmas, um, the 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 and and the Christmas purchasing that was very spread out this right, year from yeah. the summer onwards, really. Well, there was this thing Cyber Monday was famous, wasn't it? But now you say it's like Cyber November. It is Cyber is November. Thing, it? It's it, it's gone crazy, really. So um, it really does start immediately as Halloween ends, and and it was a bun fight this year for retail. It was very very hard for retailers this year. Um, a difficult trading year. They had to work very hard for their money. And some of that is because we're we're spending more money on experience. You know, if if you think back to the, the rugby a couple of months ago, there were 40 flights uh, a week leaving for, for people to go to the rugby. Um, so we're spending more money on experience. But also we have the rise of the these um, supermarket places. And, it, it, you know, it's I was looking this morning, the number one downloaded app in Ireland at the moment is TeamU, which is um, the, TeamU is the, the Chinese app and their tagline is shop like a billionaire. So we're seeing the rise of these big marketplaces like right. Shein and, and uh, TeamU and, and, of course, Amazon. Amazon as well. Right. But it makes things tough. It makes things very different in a sense from years ago. It seems much more it, it, complicated it, out there if you're a retailer. Does. Yeah. It's, it's tough for retailers. Now, what we're seeing is for uh, those retailers that were really connected with their customer during the pandemic, um, they they seem to be faring pretty well because they have really good trust mm. um, with their customers. Um, it is difficult, though, um, it is difficult from a trading point of view um, for traditional retailers yeah, at, right. at the moment. It's, it's all about in-store experience and it's all about uh, it's all about trust. Right. And something always comes up. If you want to bring a gift, you've been given a gift for Christmas and yeah. you want to bring it back to the shop, refunds and all yes. that. So that seems very important around Christmas so, time, doesn't so, it? So, yes. Well, well actually, um, more so than ever. So, so most most businesses were giving gift receipts right. um, with goods. If, if there is a price differential, if you want to take something back, you've got as a Christmas gift and there is a price differential it is worth asking the person it's worth fessing up fessing and up, saying yeah. can I have the receipt because most of the product will have been discounted yeah. in the sale on my house I mainly just give the receipt because I know that yeah, won't change it anyway that's always the best thing to do that's always the best thing to do that's always the best thing but consumers do. have rights don't they I mean, yeah and the, 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 they've more rights than ever actually um, there, were, there were new laws that actually came in at the end of last year and um, 
uh, by law, when a business makes price reductions, for example, they must display the lowest price that the product was on sale for in the last 30 days. And the discount has to be based on that price. So if um, a retailer is saying that something is 50% off, it must be 50% off the lowest price that it has been in the last 30 days. And uh, there are... um, new rights in place for consumers to make sure that you are seeing fair pricing when you're going and shopping in the sales. Um, A a, a key tip would be if you wanted it at full price, then it is a deal if you're getting it reduced. Um, But just think to yourself, did you want it at full price? Right, yeah. And then you mentioned Shein and team. I've never heard of those, shockingly. <laughs> so, yeah. so these are the new trends in shopping. It's well, online shopping. Well, it's exploded, you know, hasn't the, it? The, I think Simon Coveney got a bit of flat for this earlier this year. So, so the, the European um, head office for, or the European base for Shein is in Dublin. The European base for TikTok is in Dublin. The right. European base for TMU is in Dublin. And TMU is, is a more visited website globally than Apple. So, right. so these are not small businesses. No. So th- these are like the the mega marketplaces. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's the rise of Eastern retail. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and there must be huge bargains then, and all kinds of there, advantages there, are there to go. There and to is. Say it's a different. It's, it's a it's a different business model um, because it's it's uh, it's called M to C. Um, it's called M to C manufacturer to consumer. Right. So it's it's a different business model, but and it, and it is very low price. So it, it is attracting a lot of the tweenies and and the younger generation. So there's a little bit of this this change that is generational. Um, you know, we're also seeing, we were just talking about it while I was outside, we're also seeing the move towards vintage, which is the whole, um, you know, the, the the whole green side of things. And, and uh, vintage shopping is uh, very on trend as well. Right. But where possible, it is really, really important that we protect our our indigenous of retailers course, yeah. and we, we shop. Uh, and it's not so much about shopping local, it's about checking where you're buying from. And we, we did see that with Brexit. Um, with Brexit, you know, um, a lot of people got stung in their shopping over Christmas where they were buying from the UK and, and finding that it was very expensive right. yeah. um, when the, the taxes were added. So so where possible, it's it's important to try right. and support is, Irish retail. Is vintage a posher word for second hand? It really is. So, yes, yeah, so you can, you can really say you bought is. something vintage. It was, it was, you would have nipped to the second hand shop in my day, yeah, but no, right. now it's vintage. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and there's a lot, a lot more of it happening vintage. I mean, uh, vintage is really on trend yeah. as well. Yes, um, uh, I, I have a young one who loves um, who loves vintage shopping, and there's a bit. Uh, it's a bit gamified. There's a little bit of the thrill of the find in that. Do right. you know? It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, hunting down something that's, that's a bit different. Getting, it? getting the bargain. Getting and then the bargain. you mentioned this experience business. So people are going more for spending money on experiences rather it's, than it's, stuff. Is is that a post-pandemic thing? Do you think, I, really? I because think obviously it, after the pandemic, oh look, let's have experiences. More it like. is. I think it's a little bit post-pandemic, and it's also uh, you know we 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 want more experience, but also a little bit of this is about sustainability. People have got lots of stuff. So, so we, we've kind of got two camps of consumers. You've got the people that still want lots of stuff, and they, and and they love pennies, and, mm. and they 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 love to shop, and uh, they're shopping on these apps, these new apps. But you also have the more discerning shopper who is um, slower fashion. And, and buying better and buying less and, and being more considered about what they're purchasing. And, right. and a lot of that is about um, being more sustainable. 
right, being yeah. more green. That's in yeah. people's minds all the time, I guess, That's, more well, and more. Yeah, yeah uh, yes, it is. We're seeing these two camps emerge. From an experience point of view, I think the retailers need to emotionally connect with the customer more. Now, you still, you know, you, it, it's still important to go in and, and experience products. Stores are still important. We're seeing lots of digital retailers try and get into stores. What we're seeing is we're seeing is more pop-ups. We're seeing more uh, pop-up and temporary stores arrive where, where businesses can test markets or can show and uh, showcase goods or products because you 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 know you can't you can't smell and taste things online quite yet yeah, do you know right. so so it is still important to to try things out so right. we're seeing more uh, um you, you'll see in the likes of BT's and Arnott's for example and uh, Kilkenny group do this wonderfully i have to say you'll see a lot more where people um are going in and showcasing and you can meet makers and you you can sample new brands and new creators as they're emerging. And so, uh, so pop-ups are like a, 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 a really stall big. inside a big shop for an hour or so. Is that the idea? Well, and well, then people go, can go and... Well, not necessarily. They're, they're, you've got the traditional pop-ups, which are like brand activation pop-ups. And then you have um, pop-ups. So the likes of... Um, Kilkenny Group or Brown Thomas, they might bring in a new um, a new designer um, and showcase their goods and show the world. Look, we know what's coming, and let let, let us show you what's new. But then there's another new model, which is a UK model. Um, and this is a really fast-growing business, which I, I, I'm hoping will uh, arrive on Irish shores next year. And they're called Souk. Yeah. And what they do is they buy uh, really premium real estate. And then they rent it to retailers, global retailers. And you can rent a souk space for um, for a fortnight, for a month, for a day or even for a couple of hours. And and so say, for example, um, you could rent a, a souk space in the in, in Knightsbridge and it, it's a store and a, it's a small store, lots of digital screens. You can't see my hand gestures here. <laughs> lots of digital screens. And so say if you were a yoga retailer, you might do a yoga class in that souk right. space and then the screens light up and you can purchase the goods. So um, we're going to see more of those experience and retail activations. That's a great Uh, idea, isn't it? And I presume it doesn't cost very much if you're the person who's selling stuff. You can rent that space. Well, prime real estate always costs a lot, but it's a very clever business model and it's a great way to use um, really good retail space. Um, We have a lot of, you know, retail space that's vacant in Ireland, so it'd be a great way to use that space. I think it would be... And the word souk is obviously very well chosen, is it? Because it's a bit like those markets, I guess. Yeah, it's it's almost like we're going back in time in a way, are we? Absolutely. In a way, and we're all going to be haggling. Is there any haggling going on these days, by the way? Can you haggle? (laughs) Do you know what? That might make it interesting. I I think the higher the ticket, the more the odds are that you can haggle. So more in the luxury. And and what was really interesting, actually, coming up to Christmas, you saw there was a lot of discounting over the the festive period. You know, Brown Thomas, um, and apologies, Brown Thomas, I'm talking about you. Um, Brown Thomas, there was a lot of discounting. It's the first time I've ever seen in Brown Thomas... um, tables with price pointing do you know I I hadn't seen that in BT's before however I will say the ground floor Brown Thomas stayed prime the Uh, luxury the luxury stuff stayed prime doesn't change but I guess the the big question as as we just discussed I guess is that the the in-store trading is hugely challenging for the in-store people isn't it in a sense if, if, if most people shop online now how do you attract them back into the shop so so what's happening is for for um indigenous retailers 
the website is really your shop window now and, and it is that that will bring people to your store. So what I would recommend if you're an indigenous retailer is you need to think about experience. You need to think about what is the value add and what is the, the thing that you can give and uh, to connect mm. with the customer that the, the big Goliaths can't. Oh, do you know? are, you, are you optimistic then? I, I, am, I am optimistic. Retail. retail people who tend to work in retail aren't looking for an easy life. And, and anyway, yeah. any retailers out here listening, you're not looking for an easy life. You wouldn't be in retail if you were looking for an easy life. Yeah. Retail is a tough gig, um, but it is um, it is a very rewarding uh, uh, you know industry to be in, and um, it it's about being at the front. It, retail is about human behaviour, isn't it? And we need shops, don't we? I mean, you know, the, the social aspect when it, people go socialized. shopping and they yeah, need people. Absolutely. If that we, went, that'd be a tragedy. If we're all stuck at home on our on our on our computers ordering stuff, that's not great. Do you know it? what was really interesting was when 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 we were in the pandemic, um, we rediscovered our towns. And it's really important we don't leave those towns behind now. We rediscovered true. our towns and these were the retailers that, these are the guys that, that sponsor the local football teams. and the, Very you know. so, yeah. um, But what's happened is we've seen a lot of our local and indigenous retailers get really sophisticated really fast. And yeah. these guys moved faster than a lot of the big guys during the pandemic. They, they were able to innovate a lot quicker. And uh, they were able to, and there's some great innovation coming out of, of, of Ireland. You know, we are seeing amazing innovation. And, uh, um, but definitely the, the um, e-commerce aspect of a lot yeah. of retailers for indigenous retailers tends to act as, it's very hard to measure, but the, the e-commerce acts as almost your shop window. Exactly. Yeah. And one, one last thing to ask you is, uh, it seems as if the north side is fighting back it in really retail. Is. Right? Like now, I the Jervis Centre, yeah. Mary Street, Henry Street area. Do you know, I have to tell you, Henry Street, if, uh, for a really good day out shopping in Dublin, Henry Street is is winning, really. And I know that after the riots, the, the riot um, that happened in Dublin it couldn't have been worse time because it was the night before um, Black Friday and Black yeah. Friday is traditionally a really the busy in-store yeah. day and I, I think footfall was down about 90% in the city on, on Black Friday which was catastrophic I have to say but what I will say is that uh, the north side is buzzing uh, it, Jervis Centre loads of new brands in Jervis Centre loads of new brands on Henry Street and Mary Street the north side of the city is really fighting back and it's yeah. great to see Absolutely isn't it marvellous to see that to as see. well yeah. Yeah. so hopefully that will continue yeah more please more. God, please so God. for 2024 2024 optimistic um, really. I, I am optimistic. I don't think, I think the first third might be tough. Uh, I think the first third might be tough. The, the the businesses that will do well will be the businesses that connect with their customers and that, that keep communicating with their customers. And and, uh, and it's not just about uh, online noise. It's about um, being a step ahead of where, where the customer is and what they need and what they're looking for. And so New Year, you know, people are going to be feeling a little bit tired yeah. after all the festivities they're, they're going to be there'll be worry there'll be the usual January doom and gloom so it's about connecting and, and reassuring them exactly yeah let's hope people get back into the shops again at yeah the please uh, hopefully they will hopefully Miriam they will. thank you very much for Listen, that Miriam Simon much. retail strategist yeah pleasure The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.